We are sponsored by Raise Energy, powered by the enhanced refresh technology. Raise Energy delivers with a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Raise Energy targets focus, enhances your recovery time, improves clean energy levels, and boosts your stamina and hydration. Most importantly, each single can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates, which that gives you a smarter and more healthier option. You should not have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbs than you can count. Opt for the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market today with Raise Energy. If you want to get yourself a can of Raise Energy, go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P, sports.com. Use my promo code HPP1000, HPP1000 at checkout, and you will receive a generous discount. Simulcast 18. I'm here with always Big Shrimp. Big Shrimp, what's going on, man? What it do, man? What it do? I think we start these simulcasts the same way every time. We need we need to find a new system. Yeah, I think we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do what Brian Lash does and say, hello, friends. As you are our friends, <laughs> or Jim Burnett starts out. Anyway, with uh, what does it call him? The um, uh, something chateau. Anyways, forget all that. What's going on, dude? What's going on, man? Um, we're here. We were going to do irritated, the- irritated. I'm irritated. Uh, yeah. One of the, one of our. Fellow shrimpers <laughs> and the shrimp crew been a butthole, been ignoring every freaking thing I put in the crew. But obviously, it looks at all of it and then it comes at us with a question that only I can answer, me or Jared. Uh, so she wants my attention, wants me to answer a question, but ignore every damn thing I've been putting in there for the last week. But she can go piss up a rope as far as I'm concerned. Anyways. What uh? What's going on, y'all? Doing on hot. <laughs> this was supposed to be the uh, I ask you ten questions because not last yeah. week but the week before was you ask me, and we've just been so busy. Like that's why. Yeah, that's why, that was the last episode. It was that the last was the episode. Last yeah, that's, yeah, because we we were so busy last week we couldn't do it, and then this week I was like, look. Yeah. We got to do one today to be up by Wednesday, and I don't even have your questions written out. And so we were planning on recording the, yeah, so that one that tomorrow. Yeah, and so this was going up this week, and then next week will be the questions. It will just be a little um, – like a small pivot right there between the questions. So. Yeah. Uh, because you and I both had a very interesting week this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought we should share our stories. I don't know how much you can share about yours, but I got a lot I can share about mine. So, by the way, this podcast episode brought to you by my new shirt, straight out of Nashville. Not really, but I'm really digging this shirt. I saw it. I was on the phone with my mom, and I just started geeking out, and she didn't understand. I'm like, look, I'm in Walmart, and there's a shirt that says straight out of Nashville. My mom knows nothing about straight out of Compton. Or the NWA, so she didn't get it. <laughs> she said, you won't understand, but I gotta have this shirt. So, those were big for a while. Those type of shirts like that, they made them for yeah. every state, every city, and every state, every goddamn county, and every city, and every state. They they made one. For oh, I know everything. I know. So, 
we also took a dipper from the top 10. I knew we were going to do top 10 for 10 weeks, but that was out the window kind of quickly because after everything else, can you name 10 of anything other than what we've already covered? I was like, well, there's habits and then there's this and this. And I'm like, well, I don't have 10 habits, I don't think. And then it went to books and I'm like, well, that's kind of boring. Talk about 10 favorite books. That's kind of boring stuff. You, you Stuff people talk about every day on the podcast. You don't want to reiterate that into a simulcast that they've already heard. So it's like, man. So yeah, we're, we're just, we're going back to our roots right now. Not saying we're not going to hit the, the, the top 10 um, here in a couple of weeks. But uh, right now, um, we're just we're just going to do the regular old uh, simulcast stuff. We know two things we're going to talk about. That's it. The rest is just going to be um, off the head. Yeah, off the cuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, shooting from the hip, BSing. Yeah. Um, I guess the first thing I want to talk about is uh, Fuller House. <laughs> um, it's, well, it's interesting that a lot of the shows that were popular in the 90s um, are getting reboots of some sort. Uh, yeah. It's been going on for a while. Even Boy Meets World had Girl Meets World, which I didn't feel like lived up to the hype. Nope. Um, the new Saved by the Bell, I'm really digging. Oh, you started it? I'm obsessed with. You, start, you started Saved by have, the Bell? Yeah. I have, yeah. And the Connors, I'm obsessed with. And by the way, speaking of Saved by the Bell, as we record this, our thoughts yeah. and our prayers are going out to Dustin Diamond and his family. Uh, hopefully he can recover quickly and beat cancer. Um, but yeah, a lot of these shows have done well, but Fuller House, I thought it was what it was. It was cheesy, it was goofy. I enjoyed it. Didn't love it, but I enjoyed it. I know it took you forever to jump on a bandwagon. And it once took- you finally did, once you finally did, yeah. you start watching season one and you loved it. As a matter of fact, you texted me and said, bruh, I'm crying at the nostalgia. But yeah. as you have learned to see, the nostalgia was a bit too much and it kind of ruined it for you. Dude, let me tell you, I didn't watch it because for one, Full House is well, easy. You, you did watch it. You mean you didn't I, finish it? No, I didn't start it. What I meant, I didn't start it when it first started. I didn't watch it when it first started. Oh, okay. For a number of reasons. One, people were telling me it wasn't good. Two, and the most main reason, Full House is my top five favorite show of all time. I mean, that was my favorite show growing up when I was, you know, in elementary school. And then all, it was just, like you said, nostalgic for me. And so precious to me that I couldn't see it ruined. That's like a lot of sequels to movies. They, they wind up doing them 20 years later, and it's not even close to what it could have been if it was put out two years after, you know. But mm-hmm. so I remember I started the, the, the show, and I cried the first episode because, like you said, they got together and they sang forever and it, it was it was beautiful. And then the first season, after the first season went off, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is going to be fantastic. These people that are talking about this show sucks, can go climb up a tree. This show is great. Well, season two came. And in the middle of season two, I kind of did that <sighs> type of thing where I was like, man, I got to go watch another episode. And then it it kind of built back up towards the end of season two. And then, man, I started season three. I got a few episodes in and I said, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm not, I, I can't, I can't. It, because they didn't, what they didn't show you was, or tell you about, was it was not going to have all the Danny, Joey, Jesse, Rebecca. It wasn't going to have any of them you know, the way they were talking, it was going to feature everybody every episode. And then they come and they surprise us. No, it's going to happen this way. And also another thing about it was DJ's three kids. Okay, let fate have it. She had three boys instead of three girls. Who cares, right? 
but they were the same exact age as they were when they were little when they lost their mother. The boys are the same age when they lost their father as DJ and Stephanie were when they lost their mother. Now, now, yeah, but Michelle, Michelle was a newborn though. But so was to, so, so, Michelle what was, his was name? a toddler. No, huh? no, no. Michelle was a was like a few months old because there was earlier episodes where she she was the same age as I looked it up. Tommy is the baby's name in this one. She she was the they're like oh that's right. I was like, thinking Max was the baby, but no, no Tommy. Yeah. yeah, they're like three or four months old in the show. And yeah, that's the right. Same that's age, right. and I'm like, okay, you can give me. She had all boys. You can give that to me. I'm not gonna. But you, but you break it down. And you tell me she had all three boys, the exact same age as they were growing up when they lost their mom. They lost their dad. That's oh, a, dude, that's minor. That's minor. No, that's that, not a that's okay. Not a, you want a major? I'll give you a major. You're only allowed two stupid people, stupid characters in a show, dude. This show. Uh, who wrote this rule? I mean, it's kind of behind the curtain. You don't really need more than two major characters. I'm not talking about little minor characters because you brought up the uh, whatever that guy. You brought him up, and I was like, yeah, but that was just a Dwayne. minor that Dwayne. That was just a minor character. So let's break down Fuller House. <laughs> let's let's break it down. Okay, first let's go to Full House. Let's break down Full House's dumb characters. For a while there, Joey was a dummy, right? Then somewhere in the middle of the show, they made him act like a grown-up. For some reason that they never said. Kimmy was a dodo. And Steve was a dodo. They were the main characters. Three. I don't think so. I think Steve is just a jock. He's not a dodo. He's just a, a meathead, a jock. Okay, but it's still kind of dumb. He's still kind of dumb. Okay, put it. Th that's three major. But you can count Steve because he was there between seasons – I think he was there four or five through like seven or eight, something like that, if I'm remembering right. Now, we're going down to nitty gritty. Now we got Fuller House. We've got DJ's oldest kid. We got Kimmy. We got Stephanie. For some reason, she just went off and got stupid because she was smart in Full House. I guess those drugs did Jody sweeten some harm and made her character dumb. Okay. Uh, then you had. Hot, I don't care you what had, you say. Then you have Steve. He's still the same meathead uh, dodo. You then had Kimmy's husband. That makes five in one season. I don't think he was dumb. He's just a he's a foreigner, dude. He's not. He's dumb. still. He was, yes, he he's dumb. He is dumb. That's five. That is five in one season. Oh my god. It, it and then the jokes are so corny, dude. The jokes are so bad. Obviously, living down in deep Mississippi, you've not met very many foreigners. Oh, look, I can oh, tell dude, you there's that. there's so many foreigners here. I met a lot of foreigners, and, and because of language barriers and whatever, a lot of I've heard a lot of bad jokes from different ethnic well, groups. And if, before anybody calls me racist or prejudiced, you go fuck yourself. I'm half Lao. Okay. So there you go. Fine. Anyways, if, if you're gonna if but, you're gonna use that, but is... listen, my favorite, and I think I thought he was. I'll be honest with you. He was my favorite character on the whole show. No. I thought he was hilarious. I thought he was clever. I thought the Kimberlina B. Moore song was hilarious. I loved how he, for Stephanie, you're the feed of my lyrics. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, he was my favorite character. Fine. Well, his name is what Fernando. Take out, take out Fernando. Just if you're gonna pull that, take him out. That's still four people. That's four people in one season. Sure, but everybody can have uh -huh. dumb moments. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about people that are dumb throughout the whole show. And you can't have that in a show. And I think that's where it failed because I don't, man, I, I, can't, I can't give my honest feedback on it because I didn't finish it. And I will not finish it. I will not finish it. It is, it's terrible. Um, 
Well, they're, they're, they're talking about they're, they're, they want to bring they're back another they do a triple wedding. I don't really. I mean, I guess I do care, but it's beautiful. I understand what happened because I looked it up already. What happens? I realized that DJ got with Steve and Stephanie becomes oh, Stephanie's boyfriend. Kimmy's brother is another stupid one. That's six. That is six people, dude. Six All right, people. Man. Anyways, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. There was a lot. You now, okay. Now, if you're gonna take that, I've already looked at what happens. I know they have a triple. DJ gets with Steve, which is what I think. Okay. I think I'll be honest. Should. I didn't watch season five for whatever reason. I never got into it, so I just know that I had a triple wedding because I saw it on a okay on a uh, thing on a but but I, yeah. But I'm gonna say this real quick. Because it's my last thought. I thought you have the rest. Um, from what I'd read from uh, film critics and TV critics, they think if this show would have done what the uh, the Connors did and, and not realized so much on the past, that it would have thrived and actually there you done go. well. There you but, go. But because they relied too much on the past, I didn't know any character evolve. Yeah, and it, um, get with the times. Um, it, it it flunked, it failed. Yes, it was kind of because I don't watch the Connors, but I've watched episodes, and I know you can go in there as a you're not a Roseanne fan, just catch it casually and understand exactly what's happening, right? But in yeah. in this case, you have to know who each character is from Full House in order to understand it. Like they bring back, like for example, Gia you don't realize that all this beef has occurred and then they still hate each other. But if you go in there watching, but for like me and my family, we watched every episode of full house a dozen times. So we know who GA is and what's happened. But if I'm looking at a normal person, that's like fuller house. Don't know what this is. Let's check it out. You're going to be like, wait, what is, why do they have this beef? Why do they keep referring to 1990? You know, it, but I, yeah, I, I agree hundred percent. It's like, if they would have done what the Connors is doing now, then I may can sit through it. I, I may can stomach it, but I don't watch the Connors for certain reasons, just because I'm confused on the whole aspect of it. So dude, I was such a big Roseanne they fan, man. That. I was a Roseanne fan. I've seen every episode of Roseanne. Basically, the Full House era of TV 90s, I've seen. Like, I've seen every episode of – I'm not even going to name them, but Roseanne is one of I've seen every episode of multiple times. Big fan of Roseanne, one of my top ten shows. So once I heard that they were bringing it back, I was kind of excited. And then they showed the trailer to the new Roseanne show. And I was like, wait, there's Dan. So – how are they going to take this and morph it in with Roseanne? They that too. Hang on, hang on, hang on. This is my thoughts at the time of seeing the trailer. I had the same thought. At the end of the original Roseanne, she's writing a book, yeah. and when Dan had that heart attack earlier, a couple seasons back, he had died, and mm -hmm. she imagined everything. Now – I watched the first three or four episodes of Roseanne and loved it. It was just like the original Roseanne. They they said that she was writing a book and they she lied about the whole thing, about Dan dying and stuff like yeah. that. They explained that, right. But then Roseanne gets stupid and gets racist on Twitter, what have you, cancel Roseanne. They're like, we're going to continue to go By with – that was the highest – rated show on cable dude it, it was, was i'm telling you mind. it was great the 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 the, the spinoff of roseanne roseanne the reboot was great it was just like i was watching roseanne and i loved it and then like i said roseanne does this stuff on twitter and then they cancel roseanne they're like hey but we're gonna continue with it and we're gonna call it the connors like okay maybe i'll check it out they kill Roseanne off of the Connors. And I am so confused. Well, how can they I am, explain? I, I am how, so how can they explain her not being there? They how got divorced. They, her not being on her they got divorced. 
No, they could still show. She would still come back and. Uh, no, no, there was a, uh, there was an involvement with the kids or whatever. Okay, let me explain how they could have done this. If if they were going to use the fact that Dan and Roseanne divorced, they're coming to get DJ. Yeah. They're coming to get all these people, right? Wait, DJ. Yeah, that's right, DJ. They've got the boys named DJ. They can easily say, have it focus on Dan specifically. For some reason, Roseanne's sister keeps coming in the house back and forth. Roseanne doesn't want to see Dan. Dan doesn't want to see Roseanne. So when she has something to do with the kids, it's easily going to be separated. You know, they, they can mention, I'm going over to mom's house. I'm going over here. I'm going over there. I got to meet mom at the mall. Won't you drop me off, dad? That, easily, easily, easily. And never use Roseanne. Easily. Yeah, but people, people would have been, all, but people it, would it, have been, it wouldn't be satisfying. They were getting to see her. I understand there would always be the what if. Just like right now and the WWE, to this day, the fans still chant CM Punk, hoping that SLB is going to come back because they know he's out there somewhere. And if they were to do that until the show ended yeah. uh, and in the series finale, people would be hoping and waiting and wishing and begging for one scene with Roseanne. And when the show didn't deliver, everybody would shit on the finale and say, boo, just like they did when uh, they found out Daniel Bryan wasn't going to win the Royal Rumble because Batista did. When, okay. when Daniel Bryan was uh, uh, having his big uh, push uh, into the main event spot. So, I think that they handled it beautifully. I think the way the Connors handled their business was appropriate because I didn't think it was fair to punish the whole cast and to punish the writers and everybody uh, that was excited about the show coming back uh, just because of her and she gave it her blessings. So I think it was fair that, uh, you know, if the network didn't want her on to kill her off and let everybody else have their job. And I think they're doing a wonderful job with that show. Um, I, I really do. Um, the storytelling is um, incredible. The way they incorporate current events, what's going on in our world, and to the episodes is awesome. And I love, I love how they marry the two trashy, raunchy sitcoms of the early '90s, late '80s, Roseanne and uh, Married with Children, by bringing in. Uh, uh, Peg, Peg Bundy, is that her name? On the yeah. Bundy, on the Peg and Chad. Yeah, I forgot her name in real life. But bringing her in to be Dan's girlfriend and the Connors. But she's freaking hot, dude. <laughs> um, but she doesn't have an ass on her. Okay. As far as I can tell. And, I, and you know, you know, you and I argue and disagree about whether or not a booty is important. I think it is. But I think she's hot for an old woman. Okay. I, have her I, agree. I think it's hilarious. I agree with everything you said. But then when once you said what you did, once you were stating this, I was thinking what she did is what she did. They didn't want to upset the writers, etc. I go back to two and a half men. Again, one of my top five sitcoms. Top 10, sorry. Okay, remember when Charlie Sheen had gotten on drugs and all that and they kicked him out of um two and a half men? Chuck Lorre yeah. and Chuck Chuck Lorre and him had this big fight. Now, before so they, they brought, brought in uh, Ashton Kutcher, uh, before they brought him Ashton, in, yeah. the episode where they brought him in, supposedly Charlie had died. Then you keep going on, oh Charlie's mm -hmm. dead. You know, this kind of stupid. Charlie's dead. Why keep going on with the show? But then you realize that Charlie's crazy neighbor girlfriend had actually kidnapped him, and he was living she had him kidnapped at his house that's in a big hole and you actually heard charlie sheen's voice so in a way he did make a in a way he did make a comeback but you just did not expect it so that's what i'm saying they could easily have different ways they could have gotten rid of roseanne and i just i just here's why i would not have killed her off because they killed dan off and so here's here is if Roseanne comes on there and she I don't she may have apologized, but if her and ABC make men's and they get back together, there's no way 
they can bring Roseanne back without making it a Roseanne they can make, they can bring 3. her back 0. as they can, they can bring her back as a uh, as the spirit the ghost of the original Roseanne they can bring her back as uh, dressed up as someone else they can bring her back as Roseanne's long lost sister that just twin sister <laughs> I, I mean, guess so. I guess so. I guess so. But I tell you though, for that show to have been built around uh, Roseanne Barr, uh, for her to have built that show, and that show to be able to just continue to exist without her, and continue to do well without her, um, that's saying something. Yeah. Not very many shows could lose the main character and survive how many spinoffs have survived you, you remember joey the spinoff of friends yeah that was bad that was bad yeah and how many times did they bring say by the bell back the college years and then the uh the series after that with the new kids when screech was the counselor yeah um and then now they just brought it back for last. the fourth time yeah but this time i think it's gonna going to i think it's going to do well okay i do I'm enjoying it. So there goes our TV show debates. Uh, that was a good debate, dude. Any more? Do you want to? No, I don't. Wanna... No, I don't think so. I, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't have anything that I've been watching that I kind of disagree with to a certain point. Not not like this. Not that I've just stopped watching um, altogether because I was upset about it, like I was Full House. But I had not started to say by the bell. Well, what if? To. What if they? Uh, what if in twenty years we did a uh, a show called Fullest House? <laughs> oh. Where Dan, Joey, and uh, Jesse are grandpas, great grandpas, and and uh, the kids, current kids, become the parents, and DJ and Stephanie are grandmas. Imagine that. Oh, that'd be funny. Now, hang on. Before we before we move on, there are two. Wait, one more. Okay. There's one. There's one show I wish would do this, do, do a reboot. I don't think they will, because I don't know. I hope they do. It's Family Matters. Family Matters. That would be hard because that's kind of like let's say if Carlton Banks, Alfonso Ribeiro, was the main character on Fresh Prince. And he had to act goofy like that all the time. I think that's why Jaleel White does it because they were they were in talks, and I think Jaleel White turned it down because because you know Urkel was just was just a side character the first couple of seasons, and then they made him the main star because for the first loved season, for the, yeah, for the yeah, first season, yeah, he was supposed to just have a one off appearance, right, right. But, oh, they right. can bring Urkel back as a as a uh, as a uh, I forgot the word, but as like a combination of Urkel and Stefan Urkel as where he's grown up. It's not a nerve that's messing everything up anymore, but he's a genius, but he still has funny moments. Maybe he says things inappropriately or he, he uh, makes um, awkward jokes like uh, the Big Bang Theory, but he doesn't have to be that guy that goes around blowing the house up all the time anymore you know that um, may work that, that would that that would probably be hard to do because sure stefan but the main person there was urkel um i don't know maybe maybe they'll come up with something and figure it out i'm hoping because i i, I enjoy family matters still so all but right, uh, dude, before I move on, there were there are two things about Fuller House that I really, really loved. Okay. The first one is the theme song. I loved how they used the same theme song, but they just rebooted it, remastered it, updated people it. sang it. I loved it. And then because usually to save time on TV shows for you know me, who that is mm -mm. that's Carly Ray Jepsen. Really, she she redid the 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 everywhere you look. 
Yeah, I believe that's, wow, what, okay. I, I believe that's what I read. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Um, but I usually skip the theme songs just to save time on TV shows. But every time I would watch it because how the original would come on, it would show them as a kid, then as a teenager, then how they are now. I loved that. Mm -hmm. I loved that. That was brilliant. Second of what I loved is the title Fuller House. Because you're going in thinking, oh, it's called Fuller House because it's just part two of Full House. More full. Full, right. More full, more more people. And then her last name is Fuller. (laughs) I enjoyed that play on words. But but here is where they threw us for a loop with Fuller House. You're thinking it's full called Fuller House because it's going to be the originals in there as well as DJ's kids, Stephanie, Kimmy, and her kid. That's what you're thinking because in all honesty, when everybody moves out, there's probably the same amount of people there as there were to begin with <laughs> in the original Full House. So you can still call it Full yeah. House. <laughs> but I think that's why they had to do Fuller House uh, named DJ Fuller. I, but I, I really enjoyed that. I agree with you. Those are both pretty cool uh, aspects to the new show. Well, moving on. Um, I had a hell of a week this past week. Spent it in Nashville. Um, Hodge um, had an interesting night a few nights ago um, due to <laughs> due to uh, Legal matters, don't know how much we can discuss. Yeah. How much we cannot, but do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Well, I guess since you took over hosting my episode, I guess you can go first. I didn't take over. uh, Whatever. All right. um, (laughs) I'll go first because I got front and back of what, what happened to me. All this happened on Wednesday night, by the way. Okay. I had a wonderful Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at Nashville. And, um, yeah, I got back around midnight, Friday morning, Thursday night. So, um, Wednesday night, it starts, first of all, I met up with uh, a friend of mine. He's a sheikh, an Islamic scholar. Um we came to my room and we had a nice chat, talked about life, talked about goals. And then, you know, as I revealed, since the last time I had some Muslim. And uh, so we talked and had a nice time catching up. The rest of the night, I kind of wonder if it was a law punishing me. Uh, and you'll see why. Because after he and I parted ways, I got cleaned up and I had two failed hookup attempts. So I wonder if the sin of fornication and planning to commit these sexual acts, I wonder if um, that brought uh, a lost punishment on me for what happened the rest of the night. And usually I don't think it's comical, Hodge. So. Okay. There's one, there's a girl, and I've known her for, uh, I've known her for years, and uh, you just mentioned me in your Instagram story. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. There's a girl that uh, we met in 2012 or 2013 in funeral school, and uh, we've always been kind of friendly but we've had a um a history of sleeping together um consensually obviously but we're not dating there's nothing romantic there it's just like the friends with benefits type situation and so <laughs> she finds out i'm in town we're going to get together and i'm not going to get too graphic but you start to do the deed and she's on her period and she's bleeding. Oh I have this weird phobia about blood and about periods. So that ruined it. I hugged her. I said, I can't do this. But <laughs> we talked for a while and hung out. I made sure she didn't feel bad. I'm sure she did. But if she did, I'm so sorry. So I left. 
Well, um, I got a text message from another girl that's an artist that plays downtown in Nashville. And she wanted me to come over. She was having a rough night. Had some stuff happen to her in her personal life. Don't want to discuss it. Not my business, too. And uh, we started to do the grown-up hug. And she had these uh, weird bite marks or like bug bite marks or a rash all over her legs, her thighs, and her, her whole area. And I thought, you know, you need to get this checked out. And because I don't know what it is, I don't want to take any chances. So, so that was a failed hookup attempt. And mind you, I took a lift to both of these locations. So that wasted money, like $50 total lifting from one place to the other. Anyways, and so I'm like, you know what? It's by this point, it's 940, 945. I'm like, I'm going to go to this Mexican joint. I know it's open. They have live music. And I'm just going to enjoy some dinner, sit back, and enjoy the live music. I get there, the lift pulls up right to the front door. This Mexican guy walks outside and, and since Spanish says they're closed, which I don't speak Spanish fluently, but I know some. So I thought that's what he said. And I asked him, I said, you closed? He said, yeah, see, we're closed. I was like, I said, what the fuck? I mean, I said it so loud. I was already aggravated after the failed two hookup attempts. And so, and it's, the door said they're open until like 1030, but I know when I was there, and it was 10 o'clock, not 1030. And I know when I was there before, because they had a live music, they were open until midnight. And they're still open at midnight. Well, what it is, is uh, they closed the uh, kitchen down and just the bar is open. And so for the live music. I was, oh God, I was frustrated. So I told the driver, I said, just take me back to the effing room. <laughs> Let me think, and he was the guy that originally took me to the hotel room that picked me up from the motel room, but he wasn't. It was a completely different answer. I don't know where your motel room is. Uh, I had an attitude. I was just typing my phone and I went out back to my room and I paused. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be rude. I gave him a tip because I cussed him too. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so. Let's see, finally said, screw it. Uh, get to Mexican joint. Get your clothes, go back to the room. All right, so I'm like, man, I'm hungry. By this point, it's about 10, 15, about 10, 10, because my room is literally just a couple of miles away from the Mexican restaurant. First attempt, I ordered from a place called Horus. Uh, let's see, yeah, Horus. I was so excited. The reviews looked good. I've never heard of this place. What I ordered, my mouth was watering. And you know how you can look on the app? And I don't know if you've ever done DoorDash. You click on the app, you can see on the GPS where the car is at. Mm -hmm. And the car comes to my location. Then I get a notification that says, delivery complete. Enjoy your food. But I ain't got the fucking food. What do you mean the delivery is complete? And so I... Uh, <laughs> I call the dude, he said, hello. I'm like, hey man, what you mean the delivery is complete, dude? I ain't got the food here. He said, what do you mean, man? I just delivered it to you. He said, no, you didn't. Now there's two motels on the same lot, pretty much. And I'm wondering if you delivered it to the wrong motel. He said, oh man, I had y'all back to get it from that guy's hands. I said, wait, you gave it to somebody? And they're gonna go back to get it from their hands? I said, dude, they could have put roaches in it. I mean, I, I obviously didn't put roaches in it, but I was like, they could have, spitting it could be full of corona they're gonna get that food what am i gonna do now can you go back to the restaurant he said no man he said i'll tell you what though if you call doordash i'll give you a refund there's not a number to call doordash oh i was in a foul mood at this point so <laughs> i get on the app i quit this thing i had an issue with my food and it gives you a list of options missing item food didn't come uh wrong order came or the driver was rude, or whatever, a list of issues. I thought the food never came, so guess what? Uh, DoorDash didn't ask for proof, and I said, yes, I'm going to take advantage of the situation. 
So um, they refunded me the full amount, but they gave it to me in DoorDash credits. So I could make another order. Second attempt. I ordered from TNS Kebab. And Wait, again, what? this photo is amazing. Tina, or it's actually Tina, T-E-N-A, kebab. I swear to God, it sounded like he said penis on a kebab. That's why I said, what? See, there you went again. Uh, anyways, uh, my mouth is watering again, man. When I ordered, it just looked amazing. Uh, never heard of this place either. And the reviews were great. The pictures looked good. Uh, I wait 45 minutes. And then uh, I get a notification. Your order has been canceled due to the store closing. I'm like, what the hell? Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, it's just, but don't worry. We'll refund your order. So I get a refund from that. Third attempt. There's a restaurant called Tell Five Pizza. <laughs> oh, God. Let's see. All right, this is a horrible one. At this point, at this point, did you decide, you know, this is too much. I'm just going to call room service. Uh, okay. I, well, first of all, I was in a motel, not a hotel. And okay. Not a fancy place. Okay. I didn't have room service. So no, at this point it's like uh, almost midnight, and I'm a fat ass, anyways. But we're in Nashville, Tennessee, and some places are open late. So third attempt, uh, tell five pizza. So I ordered what I ordered. The delivery times. First of all, I'm suspicious, so I'm texting this motherfucker. I'm like, hey man, this is my third order tonight. The first two got messed up. If you don't hand this food to a motherfucker in a wheelchair with black hair, you delivered it to the wrong person. I was in a wheelchair. I said, you better make sure you hand it to a dude in a wheelchair with black hair. She says, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I will. And so um, my phone rings. He calls me. I'm here, and my door is wide open. I'm looking I said, what you mean you're here, dude? Ain't nobody outside my fucking door. The door's open. And he says, I'll hold up. And he pulls up at like two minutes later. I think he's going to steal my food, man. So he pulls up and he just brings me a piece of cheesecake, which I ordered, and a 12 ounce Mountain Dew. I can. I paid for a 20 ounce bottle and I paid for a sandwich, a gyro, gyro sandwich. Didn't get the sandwich. Like, hey, man, just saying what I ordered. Where's the rest of my food? Oh, no, man. And he took off running, running to the car. I think they stole my shit, dude. I think they were going to steal it to begin with. Um, so the fourth attempt. Jesus, dude. What was it like? Three o'clock in the morning now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I think Allah was cursed. I think should have just called. Should have just me, called IHOP at this point. I think Allah was punishing me. So fourth attempt. Um, Jack in a box. Jack in a box is only like three miles. Uh, not even three miles a mile from where I was at, maybe not even a mile. And so um, I waited, I waited an hour and then I got a notification. They canceled the order because they closed, which I didn't think that sounded right. I thought, I, I thought Jack and the Box is up at 24 seven or whatever. They canceled my order too. That's what I did. Fifth attempt, I broke my rule. I got a rule. When I go out of town, I don't eat at a restaurant that we have where I live. I eat it because I can use that anytime I want to try something that they yeah, don't have I, where yeah, I live. Yeah, I do that too. I do that too. I said, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to go with the Golden Arches, the tried and true, that place that you really got to be trying to mess it up. Going with McDonald's. The place you don't want to eat at no more, yes. apparently. But you do. Yeah, because, because of that... Uh, crooked uh, Ray Kroc. Anyways, um, two hours go by. I get a notification that says, we don't have any drivers in the area. Here are your choices. You can wait 
for up to two more hours. We'll give you the food free and credit you back what you spent. Or you can cancel the order and we'll just refund you. That's the fifth attempt. And I said, you know what? At this point, it was like 3 a.m. I said, F this. I'm going to bed hungry. Went to bed. Oh, it was aggravating. And then so that was horrible. So the next day I woke up and I was starving. So I uh, went to another restaurant. Well, so I went to one restaurant. Well, not even a restaurant. It's a market um, where they have Kurdish food, food from Iraq. I get there, and they only got one thing in the shawarma, shawarma, stuff I've had before, and I wanted to try something different. So I wasted, I wasted uh, money again on the uh, lift to go there. Then I called a lift again and takes me to another place, uh, which is where I see the pictures of the food I ate. And uh, I get there, it was delicious, but out of nowhere, I start feeling the bubble guts. <laughs> I get to the bathroom. Before I get to the bathroom, before I can pull my pants down, I'm starting to shit everywhere. Diarrhea. Okay, all, over all the right, seat. all right, all right, all right, all right. And so I'm telling you, I think God was still judging me or still like, spanking me for trying to have sex with all these women. So, I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? And so, and then I'm freaking out. Then I get a phone call. Hey, uh, we're here to take you to your uh, doctor's appointment. But my post up for two more hours. Well, whatever, something wrong with the system. They got it confused or they're getting me now. I'm like, well, I'm not in my motel room. I'm uh, over here on Harding Place. I'm like, they said, well, well, we got to go. So they left. I had to call the call center to rearrange for somebody else to come pick me up. They said, well, will you be in your room in 10 minutes? And I said, yeah, I'll be there in 10 minutes. I said, well, we'll be there to pick you up in 10 minutes. So this Chinese guy comes to pick me up on a lift. And he is having a hard time with the wheelchair trying to figure it out. And uh, I'm panicking because we're racing against time. He finally just to figure it out just in a car. We go. As soon as I get to my room, that damn van is there to pick me up. And all my clothes are spread out on the bed, thrown in the floor, dirty clothes. I've got to pack my suitcase. I'm freaking out. My key's not working in a key holder or the key thing. I paid uh, an extra $20 so I can check out later so I can have extra time. And finally, my key's not working. So I begged the driver, said, please don't leave. I've got to make this appointment. And she was patient. Finally, the maid came. The maid couldn't get her key to work. So kind of find out the uh, battery was dead or whatever in a car reader. So nobody's car was going to work. Then you'll get a maintenance guy to come. He comes up to me and I said, hey, look, man, I'm sorry. I hate to ask you this, but can you just take all the clothes you see, just take them and just throw them in a the suitcase. Don't have to be pretty. Just throw them in a the suitcase. I get this zipped up. I got to go. And luckily, he said, sure. He helped me out. Got to my appointment. Get to my appointment. Guess what happens when I get to my appointment? They can't. Sir, we don't have you in the system. What do you mean you don't have me in the system? Uh, and finally, they finally said, well, we don't know what happened, but we'll work you in. They worked me in. Oh, Lord, dude. And anyways, I, I had a few more issues that day, but I finally ended up, everything got worked out. They ended up coming home really late. And I'm telling you right here and now, dude, I think God was spanking me. <laughs> <laughs> but I let me have all those troublesome times. Oh, God. Five times with the lift. I mean, with the um, DoorDash. And if DoorDash is listening to, listening to this, I should get more than just refunded what I spent for all my troubles that night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened to me. Uh, so somewhere in between uh, that day, I get a text from you and you're freaking out. And you told me three words. I never thought I'd hear you say to me. I said it back. And it, it touched my heart when you said it. And I meant it when I said it back. You said, 
I love you. So <laughs> let me tell you why. Dude, I was so scared. I was so scared. Okay. So trying to ease the details here. I was talking to my uh, lawyer and was like, hey, look, this is my job. So how much can I say? So I have what I can say. So let's see. Today is what? Saturday. So Friday, Thursday. Let me, you know what? I, I actually want to get this right because if I don't, then. All right. This was Wednesday night. <clears throat> well, Wednesday afternoon-ish. So I didn't get that much sleep. Same time I was having my issues. Yeah, yeah, by same way, exact by day. Way, this goes back. This goes back to our hormones or periods being sick together. Whenever yeah. you're sick, I'm sick. And now whenever I have drama, you have drama. So. so Tuesday night, I didn't get no sleep at all. I was up and down. I was I was busy doing stuff, right? And so Wednesday comes, and I'm, I'm just tired. And when I'm tired, I'm not in that good of a mood. Um, so go throughout the day, and stuff does, just doesn't go my way. Kind of like yours. It's, it's a bad day. Irritated. My anxiety's flared. I'm just aggravated and agitated. And then I, my brother calls me, and they're working off. Um, I think they're in they're they were in Louisiana at the time and I was here at the house. Um, my mom had just gotten off work, my sister was here, and my brother's wife was down at their down at their place. And he calls me. Hey, the the neighbor is in the yard. Something about the dog. And I said, okay. So I went over there. It's the same neighbor that gives us the drama every time. Same, same neighbor. I yeah. broke my wrist. Same neighbor. And so go back for a few when his dog attacked mine and I went to break it up, I broke my wrist. And then we called the sheriff's department down here because we live so far down in rural, in the rural area that the sheriff's department has to come down here instead of the city, right. the city police. And so we called the sheriff's department and um, we tell them, hey, they have a verbal warning from us. We want to pass it along to you that they not come on this property or that property over there. And he said, yes, sir, I'll do it. So they had a verbal warning to not trespass. And so I can't, I can't say what happened of why they trespassed. I'm, I'm, I can't say that. I'm not allowed to say that. So they trespassed. Something happened for them to trespass, right? You know, but I'm just not allowed to say it on air. So the time I get down there, they're gone. And they call the sheriff's department for what had happened. And so they come down here and they take statements. Well, later that afternoon, I am in the backyard and I am talking on the phone. And I was having a conversation with one of my friends and they were like, hey, you need to come talk to this guy about all this. And you know the friend I'm talking about. And so I said, okay, cool. And around that time, I hear, I can get you arrested for disturbing the peace coming from my neighbor's yard. And I'm like, okay. So I say, hey, let me call you back. And I hung up the phone and I went to the side of the yard. And what had happened was my brother and dad were moving a piece. They were, they were moving something. And my dad goes, hey, is he still over there or did they leave? And so something or other. And then he said, no, he's still over there. That stupid motherfucker is over there. And that's when he jumped up and was like, hey, they get your refuge disturbed to peace, right? So I come over there because I just hear this commotion. I don't know what's going on. So I come over there and I'm standing there and I hear, and you motherfucker are mentally incompetent. I'm like, how did I get thrown into this? And so we just start going back and forth, like a screaming right. match, right? Back and forth. And we have a problem with the neighbor's kid. He burned our trees and our grass like two weeks ago, right? But we didn't say anything. And he was talking all this. And I said, well, dude, he says, you know, you're going to jail. He said, why is that? I said, because we have 
file charges for trespassing. And he was trying to say he wasn't in the yard, him nor his wife were. When I have uh, photo evidence that says otherwise, right? And then it was just back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, he was like, well, I'm not going to go. And I was like, dude, we're, we're, we're filing charges. You're going to jail because you've been, to, this is the third time you've been told don't come on the property, right? It's different if you have to come over and you're asking for something or some neighbor stuff. But right. when you're just there and you start stuff, when you come on the property, then that's when I'm going to get irritated. That's when I'm going to get mad. And so it keeps going on and on. And then he threatens. He says, come on my property. He said, fine, if I'm going to jail for going to your property, you come on my property, I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to shoot that two-year-old nephew you got. Anybody that comes on my property, that is when I snapped. Me and my brother snapped, dude. We literally, yeah. my brother was pulling me back because I- Because he brought your nephew into it. I'm not, I'm not a fighter, right? I mean, I, I can fight. I just choose not to. I don't like that kind of- actions like i i hate that stuff but when he brought it up it was just something in my body that was like you have to kill the you have to wring this you. guy's neck and then anyways it's over with right we go inside I, i'm irritated i'm mad i'm hot so this was let's see it got dark outside so i'm guessing it was that happened around four-ish, maybe, maybe this, because it was dark at the time that this happened. So maybe this was 5.30. So I'm in there, I'm irritated. I'm trying to cool down, right? It's been an hour, it's been over an hour and I'm trying to chill out, trying to cool down, trying to chill out. And so I hear um, somebody pull up outside and I go outside and um, I didn't see anything. So I come back inside and I have my, uh, my Adidas, uh, shower shoes the flip-flops the slides i have those on and i'm walking around in shorts and a t-shirt because i mean it's cold outside but i'm inside so whatever right and my brother comes through the door and my dad's outside yada yada and he says dylan come here we need to talk to you and i said who and i get out there and it's the sheriff's department and they say you have your license on you i said no it's in the house he said you got shoes on and I said, yeah. And he said, go get your license. You need to come with us. And I'm like, holy shit, what is happening here, right? And so, <laughs> and so they go. So that's, when, that's when you sent me the yeah, video. I sent it to you right. and other people. And it was basically me saying, look, because they had told me, they said, you guys are going to jail. Because this is the second time we've come out here. And apparently it was us. It was me and my brother. And the two neighbors, because at the time her, his wife had gotten home and had jumped into the mix. Didn't even know what was happening. Right. She was just in the mix. And so I, I come in here, I get dressed because if I'm going to jail, I'm going to be prepared. I slip on some, um, some Under Armour sweatpants. I change my shirt. I put a hoodie on. I get some socks and shoes on. Right. So I go. And so we go with them and we ride to the sheriff's office and they go, we don't know what we're going to do with you yet. And I said, okay, by the way, I was crying like a, like a baby, man. I, because I didn't understand what had happened. Like I knew there was commotion, but then all of a sudden it just showed up, Hey, come with us. You know, it was just one of those weird things. So before I left, my mom was freaking out. She's like, we're coming. You're not going to stay the night in jail. I give her my wallet as like, here's my money. Here's my card, whatever the bail is. You have to get me out. Right. My brother does the same thing. Gives her his wallet's card. Like here, go at it. And so I'm freaking out, man. I'm freaking out. So we arrive at the place. We arrive at the sheriff's office and they put, they don't put us in a holding cell, but they put us in like a holding bench where they have the, they got the, like the little, um, it's like a ring and they put the handcuffs through the ring and they, close yeah. and lock it so we're sitting there me and brother sit there and 10 minutes goes by 15 minutes goes by and they say okay we're gonna let you guys go and i'm like oh my god 
thank you so much. You don't understand what it means to me. And they said, it's not going to go on your record. This well, they understand it. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, look, the jail business. <laughs> but look, I was like, they said, it's not going to go on your record. Nothing's going to happen. You could get it. We got arrested, air quote. But we didn't get arrested, air quotes. So I said, well, what about the neighbors? And they said, well, we can't tell you much, but you're both getting the same thing, right? Getting out, whatever. And so they said, so what we need to do is we need you to fill out this piece of paper, a report, until what happened. So we did that, and um, I was talking to the officer that he, because both of the officers came out both times. And so they kind of knew the thing. And I was telling him, I was like, hey, man, how does this work? And so we got me and my brother got one and the neighbors got one. And it's kind of like a um, not allowed to speak to each other, not allowed to do this, not allowed to do that. Right. Kind of like a. Um, uh, what do they call we can't, protection? Like, like, yeah, like a protective order. Right. Yeah. And so they were like write out what happened and so dude my it was because you know it's a normal it's a normal size school sheet of paper like a worksheet and it has all these lines on it like a notebook and mine was probably three quarters of the way full my brother's was about halfway full and then they come in and they go those those people had one job was to write down something dude do you know do you know how many lines the neighbors wrote they wrote three sentences. They wrote three sentences. Because apparently we had done something and they had done something. And I was like, look, man, I'm a good, I'm a good guy. I, I, I don't do anything. I don't bother somebody. I don't bother people. But you bring something in that I'm going to say words that I probably don't mean. And when you bring in, I'm going to shoot your nephew if he comes on here too. I don't care who it is. Then that's where you draw the line for me. And it's like, okay. You want to play that game? Well, let's take your um, Ted Bundy of a son that you got. And, dude, their kid, their kid murders chickens. Okay. No, he took, he took, he took, he took a bow and arrow and shot the chicken through the mouth and it went out his body. And I'm like, and I was talking to him and I said, you do know the first sign of serial killers is your kid killing animals. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've watched, I've watched confessions like, of serial killers. And yeah. When I was in jail, when I was in jail, I met this guy that was uh, waiting to go to prison. Uh, this is a long time ago, um, 2014. But when I was in jail, I met this guy uh, one day when we went out for the intermediate around the cell block. And this guy was waiting uh, to be transported to prison uh, for murder. And he killed like nine people. And he had that mm-hmm. stone cold look in his eyes, like the 100 yard stare, you know, like, like he was soulless. And, and uh, he told me, he said, yeah, he said, when I was a kid, uh, I killed the family dog. I first I broke one leg. I broke the other leg just to watch us cry. Then when the leg killed, I broke it again. I finally I killed it. And uh, then he started to get to other animals he would catch and squirrels in the yard or whatever and kill them and torture them before yeah. he killed them. And that's what, how he graduated to wanting to kill humans. And uh, yeah, that's pretty sick. Pretty, pretty sick. So. Yeah, it's... Uh... Oh, it was a uh, heck of a Wednesday for us, man. Heck of a week for us because then just the week went downhill. You know, I had it was it was it was like a I don't believe in luck, but if there was really bad luck, I had a week of bad luck. Like I had like four interviews cancel on me. I've it was just nothing's gone right. It was it was nuts. Yeah, but in a way, it could have been a blessing in a way I because know. maybe now those those folks won't mess with you anymore. If they do, they go to jail. Yeah, I mean that may have been what it took for it to be the end of that. You know, I mean I know 
you and I, from you and I talking off air in real life, I mean, you've been dealing with crap with them for a long time. Long time. And dude, so. we've been here my whole life. My whole life. 20, I'm almost 23. It's been my whole 23 years here. And they are the only, literally the only neighbor we've had problems with. And they've been here two or three years and we've just had nothing but problems because his first introduction to us was, you better watch your dogs because I'm going to kill them. That was, that was their first introduction. It wasn't, Hey man, look, your dog's getting over here. We need to get it fixed. It was just, and the dude had the decency to tell me we need Jesus. He goes, you guys need Jesus. And I said, you have Jesus? And he said, absolutely. And I said, well, that's a Jesus you got. I don't want him. <laughs> I was like, no way, oh, man. Lord, that's hilarious. Yeah, that was my Wednesday. That was your Wednesday. Nuts, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, man, we got to cut this thing short. I've, uh, yeah. Battery's about to die. You know, last time my battery died in the middle of a story. Right. Which story, we, folks? That controversy will be picked up on the next episode. Yeah, that yeah 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 that'll continue uh, next week. So, All right, Hodge, close it out for show. All right, you got anything else to say before I close it out? Before besides what you just said? No, I don't think I do. To be honest, uh, yeah, I think that's it. All right, just. Uh, Remember, folks, tomorrows are never guaranteed. Make the best of what you got today. And remember, the first spaceship never made it to space. You're going to fail. But remember, that spaceship soon got to space and then landed on the moon. So you can go as far as you want. You're going to fail. But remember that you will make it as long. Because no one looks at your failures as a way you got there. They look at the failures as... Hey, you did this wrong. Ha ha. You know, no, everybody looks at your failures. Nobody looks at your successes. And that's what truly matters. And so from Big Shrimp and for me, D Hodge, the Hodgepodge podcast and Big Shrimp Radio, enjoy. And as always, frown less.